Welcome to the party. Bang bang. Got another guest on the show today, uh, Stephanie Katelnikov. Um, she, uh, we talked about her on the show a few weeks back. Uh, she was the, the train conductor that got fired from CP Rail, uh, basically for um, minding her own business and shooting, you know, Instagram model shots on, on Instagram and posting them. And uh, it seems like they were just, uh, you know, maybe targeting her and trying to trying to get ri- rid of her by any means. But she um, she stood up for herself and and figured out um, a way. But now she's, you know, she's doing uh, doing her own thing. But you will find out about what she's doing uh, in this episode of Welcome to the Party. So uh, please welcome to Welcome to the Party, Stephanie... Katelnikov. You have moose and shit out there as well? What kind of shit? Moose. The big one. The oh, moose, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, moose, like, come through my front yard sometimes. How big are they? Uh, they're, like, I don't know, they can be, like, three, four hundred pounds. Oh, okay. I used to live... Oh, so, like, uh... Like 250 kilograms. They can get up to 250 kilograms. Right. Damn. I used to live in um, Rhode Island. Okay. That's where I went to college. And like there was deer and all of that out there. But I live like now I live in Adelaide in South Australia. And like that's in the city. So I don't see, I don't see any of that shit. <laughs> so what happened with, what is it CP rail? Yeah. And there was like a derailment first, right? Yeah, that was 2014. There was a derailment. And then I got fired after that derailment. Because they thought, did they, did they think it was you or something first? Uh, no, nobody ever outright, like came outright and said that they thought I caused the derailment. Sorry, no one from CP said that straight to me. Yeah. They fired me. Um, for stuff like around the derailment, but never actually said I caused it. And then the transport station, transport safety board came out with um, a report anyways, saying that there was nothing I could have done to cause it or prevent it. Right. So that was what that was. Oh, okay. And then they, so you you came back though. They they hired you back after that. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to, but I won an arbitration, so they don't really have a choice. Yeah. And so when were, there was some sexual harassment stuff that happened, when was that before the derailment, after the, de- the derailment? Yeah, that was before the derailment. Uh, there was this kind of creepy engineer who said some pretty creepy stuff. And then finally he threatened to break into my house and rifle through my panties. He threatened um, to? And I never, pardon? He threatened to do that, like he said that to you. Yeah, he said, uh, oh, because I left the locomotive door open. And then he asked me if I leave my door open at home. And I live in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, so I do. Uh, so I'm like, yes, I do, actually, but I will go close the door for you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll go go to your place when you're not there and rifle through your panties. And I was like, oh, oh will you now? That's a wild cowboy. <laughs> what the fuck? And so what What did you do? What? How did you respond to that? I said, um, I think at one point I 
threatened to kick him in the junk. Yeah. Because um, he said some other stuff, too. Uh, and I don't know. I do not remember exactly what I said to him. But finally, I just went to, like, our training, no, our field placement coordinator and asked if I could just go do, like, a different job. And I didn't say anything else. I just, like, asked to get switched to a job. And then he pried into it. And I was like, well, what's going on? Why do you want to get shit changed? I'm like, I don't know. I just think I'd work better with another crew. And then finally he pried it out of me and took it to the company. And the company turned it into this huge thing. Uh, but I never actually, like, wanted to make a formal thing of it because I've heard that CP Rail likes to fire squeaky wheels. Right, right. So that was before the derailment. So then in, cause I read, yeah, I had read your story. I think it was in a Maxim article, maybe there was like, it was in like every publication though. Like when I looked it up, it was, it was all over the place. Yeah. It got a lot bigger than I expected it to get. Yeah. So they fired you because of, did they say it was because of your social media presence or did they say that it was because of, there was like a picture of you on the railway? Is that right? Um, okay, hold on a sec. I'll get the thing. I'm going to try not to... I'm not wearing pants, so I'm going to try and, like, okay. stuff. Um, I think my letter is somewhere handy. It's right here. Okay, hold on. Right. Keep it in special safekeeping place. Okay, we're going to be sideways for a bit. All right. Um, okay. Blah, 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 blah. You have been dismissed from company service for conduct unbecoming a Canadian Pacific employee as evidenced by your failure to act in a manner that will enhance CP's reputation. Uh, and then they go off to like list off stuff that it includes, and it's all, everything that they list is um, posting of photos, posting of photos, posting of inappropriate photos and content, publicly display, oh, this one, yeah, this one's good. The posting of inappropriate photos and content publicly displaying disregard for CP's interests and reputation. So they, and they reference some exhibit 9, 14, and 15. I don't even remember what photos those were, but they had like absolutely every, like they just had so many pictures from all my social media yeah. things. I don't know what was what, but I failed to enhance their reputation by making inappropriate posts. And then... So do they, they like stopped paying you, but they, they weren't supposed to or something like that? Okay. So they held me out of service in the summer, which is basically, um, oh, so yeah, they held me out medical cause their chief medical officer decided that I wasn't fit for work. But like every other doctor I seen on the face of the planet was like, no, you're fine. You can go work. On what grounds did they say you weren't fit for work? Um, so in 2016, I was in Thailand and I got attacked by a rabid monkey. And then I ended up with this like rare neurological thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome and like couldn't walk anymore. And then I got better in 2017 and my doctors cleared me back, but they, they held me out. And like our collective agreement says that they're supposed to pay me if my doctor holds me or my doctor clears me and they hold me out. And someone from the company actually told me that they were going to pay me. And it came out to like, I think it was like $15,000 or something. Uh, and then I never seen that. And then they pulled me out of service for these investigations. And that was not paid either. Um, 
And there was some other stuff too that I think they were supposed to pay me for and never did. Wow. And I saw. I <laughs> Sorry, went, that was a lot. No, 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 no. That's all right. I went. Um, I went snooping. Obviously, did a bit of research. I saw they paid you like one cent for each day you were supposed to work or something like that. I kept having issues with them, like, paying me and then not paying me. And then finally the next paycheck, they paid me, but it was a penny for every day that I worked. And it was just, like, an input error. But it was just another one of the, like, million things that happened. It was like, really? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Right. An 11 cent paycheck. Once. 11 cents. <laughs> How many times have you had to go over this with, like, various... Uh, I don't know, media outlets? Um, I went to the media after I got fired the first time. And then I got fired the second time. And I spent like a month trying to sort it out with the company and give them a chance to like make things right. Yeah. Uh, and then like six weeks later, I was getting nowhere. I was actually, I think, making less progress than I would have if I just left it. So um, I finally decided to kind of expose their shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans right so how did you even become a train conductor in the first place so i used to run heavy equipment and in canada the ground freezes every winter so you get laid off in the winter time uh and i just didn't really like working for half a year and then taking half a year off and then working half a year so i just kind of looked around at what there was for jobs and stumbled upon CP, and I don't know, I guess choo-choo trains were the next best thing to Tonka trucks, so I decided right. to uh, go for it, and then went through their training, or sorry, I went through their hiring process, and then they hired me and put me through, like, their training program, and then, and then my train derailed. That's kind of the Reader's Digest of what happened. Right. So what do you do, what do you do now? Like, are you like, you're like... On your bio, it says model-ish. Do you do you just shoot for Instagram or do you shoot for other stuff or what? Um, no, I um, I don't know. I've done like a little bit of everything. I've done a little bit of commercial stuff. I've done um, stuff for friends, like advertisement stuff, like figure drawing classes. Just I don't know, a little bit of everything. And the reason it says model-ish is because I just. Like, I kind of stumbled into modeling, but I still don't see myself as a model at all. Like, I'm just not the model type. Yeah. So that's what the ish is for. Do you, um, so you had that one dude say the wild shit about rifling through your panty drawer. What kind of shit do you get in your DMs? Hmm. I don't know. It's actually not been too, too bad. Um, one guy asked me to send him a pair of my panties. <laughs> And to that, I responded, are you sure? I've got gas. And, uh, just to troll him. Like, yeah. Just, I don't know, crushing his fantasy there. Um, and he still wanted them. That was probably one of the creepier ones. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty low-key on the pervert side of things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's good. Do you, um, what do you do? You make bikes or something for kids in need is that right like um push bikes uh, that, yeah that was just a like a charity project i started a couple years ago um so 
hopefully I can do it again this spring. But yeah, I just buy like new and used bikes and um, the used bikes, I'll go over them and fix anything that needs to be fixed and then just find a whole bunch of kids that don't have bikes and make sure they have a bike. Okay, so you clearly like uh, hands-on sort of stuff. Did you, how did you, yeah. how did you grow up in, did you grow up in Canada? Yeah, I was born and raised in the city, um, in suburbia, just like a typical, normal life, I guess. And uh, my sister turned out how I should have turned out, probably. Like, yeah, she's that? totally normal and like, um, I don't know, I'm just kind of like the, the black sheep. Um, my dad worked in an office, my mom was just a stay-at-home mom. Um, it's not like I, you know, grew up around trains or grew up on a farm or anything. I just right. kind of wandered off the beaten path. Okay. So you, uh, you said you, you hunt? Yeah. <laughs> what do you hunt? Uh, anything that I can eat really. Right. Um, or if it's a predator control thing, like the coyotes, the, the guy that uh, has the acreage across from where I am, he's got a bunch of sheep and the coyotes keep killing his sheep, so um, I'll hunt coyotes, and then, yeah, moose, deer, elk. Um, this is the, the bear I got. Oh, my God. spring. Hold on. Can I, can <laughs> I screenshot that? Yeah. Holy shit. How, <laughs> how big was that? Um, I don't know. We didn't weigh it, but there's something called um, Pope and Young, and it's a record book. Um, and actually, I shot that with a bow and arrow, too. That wasn't even with a gun. Uh, so that's a record book bear as per the Pope and Young sizes. Um, there is my friend Taylor. She shot one, too. And You guys weren't uh, using I AR-15s, I guess? No, no. Uh, this is Lana. She used a crossbow. Uh, she used a rifle, and then I used just a compound bow. Just one shot? Yeah. Where'd you hit it? Yeah. Um, right through the lungs. There's its skull. It's, uh, don't mind the ball cap. Wow. Um, its health is still, like, at the tanners getting tanned. But, oh, how long ago was it? Uh, that was last spring, so almost a year ago. And it's still getting treated? Oh, yeah, it takes forever to get taxidermy stuff done. It's a oh, okay. long process. Wow. Yeah. Um, and was it, what was the... Jugs for pugs. Oh, so I made an offer to CP after, like, the whole media stint um, just to kind of try and, like, take a bad thing and make it good. So I told them if they wanted to uh, buy a 1,000 bikes and donate, uh, I think it was $50,000 to an animal rescue, I would drop, like, the human rights complaint, the arbitration, never come back to the railroad and stop talking to the media. Um, But they didn't respond to that at all so um somehow the idea just popped in my head i'm like well maybe i'll still do a fundraiser thing for the animal rescue um and take like the like the modeling side of things and turn it into a calendar and use that to raise um money for the animal rescue because i've done like normally i do a girls with guns calendar as a charity thing every year um but I don't know. Jugs for pugs seems fun. Yeah. What um what charities do you uh, support? Uh, so the girls with guns was um like we took all the funds from the calendars we sold and sent 
um, girls to get their firearms license or do their firearms license course for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm big into the like shooting sports, and I think we need more girls in it. So, and it's I don't know, it's empowering and it's fun, and I just thought it'd be nice to give that opportunity to some girls. Yeah, and you did. You were uh, nominated for Miss Canada or something. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Um, How's that work? So, uh, I don't know how it works. I still haven't quite figured it out. But I'm getting on a plane in like three or four days or something and flying to Montreal. Um, my suitcases are like open and half packed right now full of like my sister's shoes because I don't really have <laughs> like the high heels required for this. Um, I had to go out and like buy dresses and um anyways yeah so I'm going to that in four days and I think there's about 30 girls um there's like a Miss Teen Canada and that's like 30 teen girls and then the other portion of it is like another 30 from 20 to or 19 to 28 or something I don't remember right so where are you going yeah Montreal Canada Montreal that's that's French Canada, right? Yeah, that's right. Do you speak any French? No, I speak more Latin than I speak French. Latin. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. I got bored when I was like 20 or something and decided to start learning Latin and then just kind of picked away at it. So <laughs> what, that's uh, <laughs> what use does Latin have? None. It's a dead language. Yeah. It's completely useless. <laughs> and there is no reason that I needed to learn Latin and... When I write stuff in Latin, the only one that can read it that I know is me, so I just, they just wasted a whole bunch of time on that, I guess. <laughs> but it was, whatever. Right. And so what does your what does your sister do? You said that you got your the shoes from her, and she turned out the way you were supposed to turn out. So what's what does she do? <laughs> um, well, she, like, she lives in the city and um, works at... A retail store as a manager and plays floor hockey and I don't know just does like normal girly type so like it's not super girly but more girly than I am yeah <laughs> what do you so what do you do for work now um a little bit of everything um I'm contracting to a shop right now and kind of doing like all their vehicle and equipment maintenance and looking after like some of their health and safety stuff and um, just, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of hard to give it a title because it's just like random bits and pieces of stuff all over the place. Right. Okay. So like we'll um, just a handy woman. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, and do you, do you have a partner? Uh, yes. I started dating someone recently which I haven't dated anybody in forever. So that's also weird and new, but it's good. Yeah. Okay. Does everybody in Canada love Drake? Or do you have to be from like Toronto area? Who's that? Drake? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> you know, I know, I've heard of him, but I, uh, I honestly couldn't name like a single one of his songs. Or if he was, like if he knocked on my door right now, I'd be like, who are you? Are you selling something? Go away. I, no I fucking love that. I love that. So you live <laughs> in a cabin in the woods. Like you're, you're at risk of like the absolute, like typical horror story in the movies. Um, kind of. I'll, 
see if I can show you the cabin. And, whew, I'm like barefoot with no pants in the snow right now. It's very cold outside. But um, that's anyways, that's my little So Canadian. Cabin. Did you build it? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't build it. I want to build um, one that has a loft over it. So basically the same thing. This is uh, like 400 square feet, which is totally fine. But it'd be nice to have like a loft Fun. How much <laughs> um, land do you have? Uh, it's on a quarter section of land, which is like 76 acres, maybe. Wow. Yeah. When did you get into tattoos? Uh, I got my first tattoo when I was 17, and it was downhill from there or uphill. It depends how you yeah. want to look at it. What do your parents, yeah. do your parents have any? Uh, my dad got one a couple years ago, and then... I took my sister to get her first one, I think, last year. But, again, I'm kind of the black sheep in, in that aspect. Nobody in my whole extended family is really into tattoos. Um, are, are they, do they all have meaning or are some of them just like, I like this, let me get this, or what's the story? No. Absolutely every single one of them has some story behind it. Yep. I have one that is stupid and ridiculous, but even that one has a story. Uh, so speaking of my sister, she was talking to somebody once and said that trouble follows me around like it's tattooed across my ass. And I think this was after the Thailand monkey thing, because <laughs> who goes to Thailand and gets paralyzed from a monkey attack? Anyways, so she said that, and I'm like, oh, I should totally get tat or trouble tattooed across my ass. Uh, so I did, <laughs> and that's the only one that's like truly stupid. Yeah. But it's got a story. Right. Um, so what else, what else do you do other than hunting and, um, get, get tattoos and all of this? What do you, <laughs> what, what, yeah, what do you do? What do you, what keeps you busy? What keeps you happy? Mm, what other hobbies do I have besides hunting and working? Um, I like, uh, mechanics, like buy an old truck and rebuild the engine and like make a hot rod. I haven't done it for uh, oh, probably like a year and a half. I just sold a, a 72 Chevy, but I really like buying old trucks and just making them super cool. How did you learn all of this? Did you go to school for that or? I learned all of this from a Haynes manual and a lot of trial and error. Um, my first vehicle was a 71 uh, Ranchero, which is basically an El Camino, and I didn't know how to change a tire when I bought that truck, uh, but by the end of it, um, I seemed to have figured everything out, so, yeah, just crawling under a hood and reading a Haynes manual and just, I don't know. So how did you get, how did you get your first job in that then, if you didn't have, like, a certificate or anything? Someone just, like, took um, a chance, or...? Okay, so I had a friend that was running heavy equipment, which is how I got into heavy equipment. And then I ended up working, like, remote jobs out in the middle of nowhere. And I had a truck with a whole bunch of tools. So every time something broke, I'd be like, oh, I can probably fix that. And they'd let me have a go at it since there wasn't really any other options. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then all my own personal vehicles, like, building hot rods and um, 
just learning on my own. So between the two of those, I had like um, some work experience and some, I guess, just personal experience. Yeah. And then uh, was able to talk shop enough that people sort of took me seriously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I wanted to be a mechanic when I was younger. If I didn't go to college, I would have. I think I would have would have done that. I, I used to like cars, and I like. I still like cars, but I know nothing about them really. What did you take in college? Uh, psychology. I didn't get and, a chance to reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know Sorry, if you can ahead. find that anywhere actually, but I did communication and psychology. Sweet. Yeah, but um, this is more fun to me, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to get this this happening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because I would have loved that. You said you didn't really like working six months and taking six months off. I feel like that's the dream, That's no? your dream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you travel much? Um, yeah, I, like, I only started traveling maybe like three years ago. Um, and I haven't gone anywhere too crazy. I've been um, like up to the Yukon, deep sea fishing in Alaska, been to Cuba, um, all through the States, all through Canada, and then China and Thailand, which went well for me. Will you go back to Thailand? <laughs> I would, actually. Um, I mean, it was just like a fluke thing that happened. How did um, it happen? Like, where, would, where were you? How did, that, how did that happen? Okay, so I was in northern Thailand and going to check out some, like, cave um, somewhere kind of by Burma, and this monkey legitimately had rabies. Like, I didn't make eye contact with it. I wasn't, like, taunting it. I was just, I can't remember if I was standing there or if I was walking, but it came up from behind me and, like, bit me in the ass, and then um, I turned and, like, like threw an elbow. I didn't even know what it was, but I just, like, turned around and threw an elbow and kind of knocked it off, and then it came back and just started, like, bawling and, like, like trying to tear chunks out of my arms and then some Thai dude picked up a stick and like ran over and started beating this monkey with this stick and then the monkey took off and that was that holy shit do you have like scars or anything like how bad was the cuts Um, and shit no there was two like big teeth marks where he bit me which um I I think they're like mostly hidden under tattoos um I think there was, like, a nick in one of my tattoos, but I got it touched up. And then, I don't know. I don't really... No, I don't think I have any scars left over. Maybe, like, a little bit of one, but you probably won't be able to see it on the camera. It's, like, nah. too dark. But, yeah, I've got, like, a small scar on my arm, and that's that's about it. It was mostly just the, like, neurological disease. <laughs> that's great. How long, so how long were you paralyzed? Um, I think it was just, a, like, the... The not able to move my legs part was pretty short. It was like a couple months before I was walking normal because it wow. it was just like a strength thing. Like I lost all strength in my legs and then like it slowly came back. So I was like in a wheelchair and then I was in a walker and then and then I was like just walking, but like not walking properly. And then uh, yeah, eventually it was a full recovery. We living in the middle of the woods at this stage when you're not walking probably? Uh, no, it was not. It was in the city, which was good because it would have been like 
really difficult to survive in the middle of yeah. nowhere without anybody to help me do anything. How far did you say you are from the city now? Uh, it's about an hour to the nearest like big city. And where is that Banff? Um, no, it's uh, I'm about an hour from Calgary and an hour from another city called Red Deer, and I. Probably just over an hour to get to Banff from here. Okay. I used to have a friend that um, lived there for a while doing all the, just working there during the snow season. Um, nice. So that's the only reason I know that place. I've never been to yeah, Canada. I going to ask why you know Banff. Yeah, no, have yeah. Have you ever been to Canada? No. I was going to come up to Montreal for spring break one time and then um, it just never ended up happening. So I still need to make my way there. Well, come on up. Canada welcomes you. Yeah. Well, I'd probably prefer to go there than the U.S. at this stage. Yeah. Craziness down there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a little crazy. How many guns do you own? Um, that's a good question that I probably can't answer. Because I, I don't even honestly remember. I don't know. Some of them I haven't even touched in like a year and a half, so... Actually, no, I, I sold a bunch of them because I never sh- shoot them anymore. So I think I've only got like five or six right now. Oh, okay. So do you just mix it up when you go hunting? You like sometimes use guns, sometimes use a bow? Yeah, it just depends what, what I'm hunting and how far I think the animal's going to be oh, from okay. me when I see it. Because like, you can't shoot like 200 yards with a bow. Um, yeah. So if it's going to be like way out in the middle of the fields. And you, so you said you hunt whatever you can eat. So do you, you cut it up and ship by yourself or do you take it somewhere? I cut it up and ship by myself. (laughs) Okay. And how long does like, you, okay, like a deer, how long does that last? Oh God, a whole deer will last me a whole year for sure. Oh wow. Yeah. So do you like, do you sell any of this stuff that you kill or no it's illegal to um sell like any wild game i can't even like if somebody wanted to buy the like those skulls up there i can't even sell those like it's super super illegal to sell wildlife stuff oh fair enough i saw um some dude was hunting lions in africa and he got eaten and they left his the the lions left his head did you see that no but um i kind of was just like that serves you right (laughs) um i I don't know if uh people eat lion like cougar there's a lot of cougars here and apparently i've never had it but it's i guess really delicious um cougar but i don't know yeah wow who'd have thunk it what what do you know what episodes of welcome to the party you listen to because we talked about you on one of them like a few weeks back. Oh, really? No, I definitely didn't listen to that one. What did you say? Um, I don't, I don't remember. It was, it was about like, when did you, okay, when did you get fired from CP Rail? November 22nd, 2017. Okay. Yeah. So it is reasonably recent because... Because, like, when I talked about the derailment, you went all the way back to 2014. I was like, why did I read, like, this old article? But that makes more sense. Yeah, so it would have probably been, like, probably towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year that um, we talked about you. I think 
I think I just um, said like, because I don't think people should get fired for like their um, Instagram accounts and shit. So I think I was just talking about that because it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's not it doesn't affect your job and I like especially the fact that you're a train conductor. Like it doesn't like I don't know. It's you're not like, like a public doctor, figure or like anything like that. States, not that there is apparently standards for that. Yeah, I mean, you could. Um, You've got as good a chance as any of us, I think. God damn it. Um, but yeah, I think I think I just talked about that, and I said keep keep shooting, as in like keep keep taking your pictures and do whatever. But um, thanks for coming to um, welcome to the party. This is fun. Clever as fuck, by the way. You like that? <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a minute. Like, uh, the first time I got your message, I'm like, oh, okay. And then the second time I looked at it, I'm like, ah! <laughs> Good, good. I'm glad. Thrilled. That's good. Um, and Dante, the, uh, my co-host, he was hoping um, that he could have been here as well, but we couldn't figure out if FaceTime does like three um three-way chat or whatever and i didn't want to like make you download any extra shit so i was like no nah, not not this time but Aww. yeah because <laughs> he's in well, he's in germany hello, yeah. so he wouldn't be, have been able to well, be here hello, Dante. Sorry, I missed you. <laughs> um but yeah thanks a lot for your time and um hopefully hopefully you don't have to go through any of that bullshit anymore and um good luck with everything Thank you, it's fun. And maybe, uh, yeah, maybe just plug your um, the charities that you support one more time so people can have a look at that and uh, maybe support as well. Oh, thanks for that opportunity. Um, the Girls With Guns thing, I didn't do this year, so I can't, can't really plug that one. But uh, the charity that I was um, hoping to raise money for is Heaven Can Wait Animal Rescue, and they're awesome. Heaven Can Wait, all right. Thanks a lot for that. Um, <laughs> have a good rest of your day. Thanks, you too. All right. Bye. See ya. Well, that was fun. And she seems like a really nice girl uh, or woman. Um, so uh, everybody, like you just heard there at the end there, um, Stephanie Katelnikov, uh, have a look at Heaven Can Wait Animal Rescue. Uh, Google it. Check the links in uh, the episode description and um, go and support if you can. Um, you know that's that's the cause that that Stephanie is, has chosen to support, uh, and that CP Rail uh, ignored her request to support uh, through all the bullshit that she was put through. What a uh, what a debacle that sounded like. I'm um, well, I'm I'm happy for her that that's all over, and that um, you know, as much as she enjoys animal rescue she can uh you know from time to time little little hunting never hurt anybody and especially if it's for for meat um i actually just heard recently that you know certain studies show that uh plants know when they're being eaten so suck on that vegans but huge thanks to Stephanie for um, joining us at Welcome to the Party. You can find her 
at um, her Instagram is Miss Demeanor, M I S D E M E A N O U R dot X O. Uh, if you want to follow her on Instagram, and you know what Welcome to the Party is. Welcome to the Party on Instagram. It's Time to Party on Twitter. Welcome to, to the Party on Facebook. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you share this. Make sure you um, subscribe, rate, and review to us on uh, whatever you listen to us on, uh, specifically iTunes. Make sure you tell your fucking friends, man. This is, uh, this is happening. There's real life shit here. So... Um, be ready for the next episode coming this Saturday, Sunday, every Sunday. You know how it works. And come listen and enjoy. Welcome to the party. Bum, bum.